despite what you would think would be this symbiotic relationship between mortgage and real estate, having worked on both sides, I find that there's there's still a pretty big divide in terms of how these the industries think and operate. And I'm really excited to see how real estate and mortgage can come together more holistically, um, obviously in a way that's compliant, but to think about that full experience for the consumer because they are so closely tied and understanding how each side really fundamentally operates and works and what the norms are, I think is really key to breaking down a lot of the silos that happen in the spaces and has been a key focus for, for me as I think about how we work with our partners across the industry. Welcome to the Real Trending Podcast, where your host, Tracy Velt, Senior Director of Data and Content, interviews the brightest minds in real estate. Each week, brokerage leaders, top agents, team leaders, and industry experts join Tracy to share trends, secrets to success, and lessons they've learned navigating this ever-changing industry. Welcome to the Real Trending Podcast, where we speak to the brightest minds in real estate about leadership, growth, trends, and strategy. I'm your host, Tracy Velt. I'm the Senior Director of Data and Content for Housing Wire. And today, I would like to welcome Ginger Wilcox. She is the president of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate, and Ginger stepped into the role in June after a stint as co-CEO and Chief Revenue Officer of RealSure a joint venture between Anywhere and Home Partners of America that developed innovative solutions to reduce friction in residential real estate transactions. So welcome, Ginger. Thank you so much, Tracy. It's wonderful to be here today. Yeah. You know, when I was writing these questions, I was going to say, you know, how does it feel to fill such big shoes as Sherry Chris? And then I'm like, well, wait, you come with so much experience. That's almost like an offensive question because yes, Sherry is a great leader, um, but you obviously are as well. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that experience in the multiple areas of real estate that you have, and maybe some lessons learned in those positions that you're taking to better homes and gardens. Uh, sure, Tracy. Um, yes, I have had a very diverse journey. I've been an agent and a broker and have been in this space for much of my career. I've held mortgages, uh, held roles in mortgage title technology. So I've kind of done um, done it all. I've had leadership positions that Trulia, Cindio, HomePoint, and others. And I've, I've been a CMO. I've built some incredible brands. And all of that has really led me into this new role as president of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate, which I'm very, very excited about. You know, I think there's, there's a lot of lessons that I've learned throughout my career that I'm taking into this new role. Um, one early kind of recollection that I have was my first day on the job, actually, at Trulia. And I was standing by the elevators and the co-founder, Sami Inakin, was standing there and he leaned over and he picked up a piece of trash off the floor. And he he said to me, no one is is too good to take out the trash. And that that lesson has really stayed with me. It's the sign of a, a humble leader. And it really is about the little details when you think about those little details that that make excellence, which is one of our core values at Better Homes and Gardens, um, and really something that I've relied on pretty heavily throughout my professional career. Uh, there's another another big lesson that a key moment for me that really happened very, very early in my career. I was in my early 20s and was working for a wireless telecommunication company in Phoenix, Arizona, and had the opportunity to work on a special project. And one of the senior leaders from a company that was acquiring us um, was was part of that project, and 
I had the opportunity to really impress him through my work. And I was pretty bold. And I, I told him that I, I was going to be asking him for a job when I wanted to move to San Francisco. And he actually gave it to me there on the spot. Um, and I actually moved to San Francisco within about four weeks, which was an incredible experience. I had the opportunity to, to be sort of his right-hand person for a number of years, which led me into um, many different uh, learning opportunities. We did a lot of mergers and acquisitions at the time. And I also ended up running a, a call center for 800 people in Garden City, New Jersey, which was quite the experience when you're in your early 20s. But I, you know, I think that that kind of led me into um, this idea that you can kind of tackle anything if you're smart and you're willing to work hard and you're, you're bold enough to, uh, to ask for what you want. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great lesson for for anyone um, is is to really just ask for what you want. The worst they could say is no, you're not ready yet, right? And um, the and you might be surprised at the answer. So yeah, um, and so you've been on the job what six, seven, seven months, six months, five months? I can't even, I don't even know. <laughs> just about out. five months um, now. Five months, yes. So I know um, that you're, you know, probably still in a lot of the strategic phase um, with a BHGRE, but what are you, you know, what are your plans? What do you want to accomplish this year? Talk to me a little bit about your growth strategy and where you want to bring the business. Well, you know, this is a really unique opportunity and our brand is truly unique. It's one of the things that I'm really excited about three out of four U.S. homeowners recognize the brand, and there's been 40 million cookbooks sold in the U.S. So pretty incredible numbers when you think about the, the reach that Better Homes and Gardens has across um, all of the different publications and on mobile devices and, and magazines and coffee tables uh, across the globe. So that that recognition is something that's really valuable for us, and it's it's truly incomparable, and it's something that I'm really looking forward to, to, to leaning into. I, I like to say that um, we're really sort of an icon for people's aspirations and dreams. And that means that when you think about a, a true icon, they have to constantly evolve in order to make, to remain relevant. And that's a big part of my focus is thinking about leading the brand through its next evolution uh, under my leadership that will continue to fuel our growth, but take advantage of sort of that iconic history that we have uh, to be able to reach consumers um, kind of where they're at. We're leaning deeply into our relationship with Dot Dash Meredith, which is the largest print and digital publisher in the world. And um, they have a, a huge audience of homeowners, but also the opportunity for us to be able to reach the next generation of homeowners. And that's that's key to my strategy, as well as leveraging a lot of that digital background that I have to be able to drive deeper on our own presence as well. Yeah. And obviously right now it's kind of the perfect storm. There's an uncertain market. Um, plus the, of course, the commission lawsuit, which congratulations, anywhere has gotten a preliminary um, agreement to the settlement service uh, settlement that they provided. So what um, message are you giving franchises or franchisees right now? What, um, what, what is kind of what are, where are you, how are you providing them inspiration and that moving forward? Well, this is definitely uh, is definitely a challenging challenging market um, and a challenging time for our industry. And there's a there's a quote that I like to 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 think through, and it's from Thomas Paine, and he says, "These are the times that that try real estate practitioners' souls." And it's really true. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't know what's going to happen, um, and uncertainty is really scary. 
but um, with with uncertainty comes the opportunity for you know great success. And right now, it's really important for everyone to buckle up and kind of get ready. Uh, I think adaptability is really key right now. And you know, there has this industry is constantly evolving, and there's been a lot of of you know, talks in, in our history about things that we're going to 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 kill the industry, kill the agent, and that's you know it, we've constantly evolved and that's really important for us to be able to continue forward. I think there's a few key things that I'm asking uh, and suggesting to our affiliates and franchisees. The first one is just focus. It's so easy right now to get distracted by all of the things that are, are, are happening and there's so much negativity that's going on and a lot of people are waiting and this isn't the time to wait. This is really the time to take action and, uh, you know, focusing on staying connected, whether you're a broker and that's staying connected with your agents, or if you're an agent staying connected with your sphere now more than ever, people need that kind of communication and contact. And so that's really key. And I would say the third thing is really mindset. It's really, really hard right now to, um, to keep, keep going at times when they, there's, when you do have a lot of that negativity around it, but there's always a path. And, um, that's always been a kind of a cornerstone for my career is thinking about, um, how not to get paralyzed by the situation around you and just continue to focus on the outcome. Yeah. I mean, you know, this industry has been tested quite a few times. I mean, I, I've been in it for a long time and I just remember, you know, even when Zillow came about and everybody thought that was the end of real estate as we knew it, or, um, you know, there were, there were definitely several times and, I feel like they, the industry came out stronger um, and more innovative, and this is the time for innovation and possibly, um, you know, just focusing on those basics of brokerage, right? Which is like building the relationships, focusing on, you know, um, recruiting and and just like the the very basics of the business Absolutely. right now. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. It's it really is getting back to the basics and. And um, then making sure that you know, there's deep training for agents, which is is really important, making sure agents understand their value proposition, all of those things that will carry forward in any market. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Steve Murray said yesterday, we had a webinar um, on the commission lawsuits. He said, you know, focus on your operating costs, you know, be run lean and mean. And, um, you know, this is this is not... There's too much negativity out there. There's a lot of opportunity as well. So, so yeah. Um, so this is more personal, but where do you find inspiration and motivation? Are there any books that you're reading, podcasts, any specific people, coaches? Um, you know, maybe it's someone in your life who you really look to for that inspiration. I actually, you know, it's interesting when I think about inspiration. I'm I'm a very positive person, and so. I find inspiration from, from everywhere. I think that, that every connection that you have creates an opportunity to, to get a different point of view or to learn something. And so, um, you know, my big focus over the last six months has been really getting out and talking with the network and, and talking to our different operators and agents and understanding their pain points. And each of those conversations is, is really inspiring for me and, and gives me new, new things to think about. Um, you know, I, I would say that, most recently I've been very inspired by, um, I, my family. Uh, my dad was a, was an air force pilot. And when you think about the kind of the work that you have to do when you're, when you're facing tough challenges, um, he, he fought in the Vietnam war and 
uh, it really is about endurance and mindset and focus. And so that's, that's been really critical for me over the last, last couple of months. I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, a lot of them are very focused on positivity and mindset because that is, is really key to that kind of creating that, that muscle, um, muscle strength in your, in your, in your mindset that enables you to continue to endure. Yeah. Any specific ones that you, um, can think of off the top of your head? I, I wish I had it in front of me because there's one, there's one in particular that's, um, it's, there's a, a, a podcast and I believe it's by a Stanford communications, uh, professor that I listen to a lot and the name is escaping me. Uh, but it's really, really impactful because it talks about the power of communication. And that is something that is so critical for everything that we do, particularly as leaders and in times like like right now that we're facing communication in uncertain times is, is so much more important. Uh, and I find that that really breaks down a lot of the barriers that we find in, in, in business. So that's a one that I listen to quite frequently. Okay. I'll have to get that offline from you and maybe we could put it as a link in, in your podcast. Um, but I also selfishly ask because I'm always looking for those mindset positivity um, podcasts. And, uh, you know, I have a couple that I listen to, but I'm always looking for more. So, so definitely. Um, I want to talk about trends in, in real estate, not necessarily just the housing market, but just what you're seeing overall that, that excites you about the industry. Yeah, I think that um, throughout my career, uh, I've been sort of at the forefront of a lot of the technological changes with with Trulia and thinking about from print to digital and um, with my mortgage background, thinking about the digital mortgage transformation. So for me, anything related to technology is always really interesting and exciting. And obviously right now, the big talk talk of the day is around AI and... um, I, it's something that I've been playing with for a while, and I'm really excited about where that that I think that that trend will will take us. I think we're really just at the precipice of what that kind of looks like, and so how it evolves from from the real estate perspective is still um, uncertain, like a lot of other things that we're facing. But it, I, you know, I would say that that's really exciting. I also think it's kind of interesting, um, just with the landscape that we're facing from the macroeconomic uh, conditions and with the lawsuits, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where, where the industry goes, because I, I do think that we're at a point of, of great change. And that to me is an opportunity to really, um, to really adapt and evolve in a way that I think could be really powerful for our industry and for our brokers and agents. And so I'm, I'm really excited about how to work more closely with my, my affiliates to be able to uh, be a part of that evolution. Yeah, I know, um, you know, I have talked to several brokers who are using AI in some really innovative ways operationally, not just marketing. Um, So it'll be fascinating. And I know I've been on a couple of webinars that, um, I mean, hundreds of agents are on there trying to figure out how they could use it for efficiencies in that. Um, I think it's still so new and so kind of confusing to people. I there is a site called There's an AI for that. And it's overwhelming the number of apps that are out there right now, even just related to real estate marketing in general. Um, I know that that will eventually whittle down to the the best ones. Um, but right now, it's, it's a wide open field. Do you have any um, tips or anything for agents or brokers wanting to kind of use... Um, 
that type of technology in their business? Um, I would say that that starting to make it part of your your day to day is something that's really powerful, and just continuing to to test with it is is key. We actually did some AI sessions at our most recent brand conference, and they were they were definitely uh, what I would say standing room only. And I, I think that that seeing and and following and watching what other people are doing is is probably the the big tip because there's a lot of people that have been testing for a while. And the more that you can kind of lean into their experiences, the better. I think the thing that excites me the most about AI is its ability to really maybe complete that, what I've called maybe the last mile of that digital mortgage transformation, because that's still such a big pain point for the transaction. And, and there's been a lot of, um, of progress there, but we haven't really seen the, the, the completion of that sort of initiative. And so from, you know, very much like you, I'm excited to see what it does behind the scenes, um, beyond marketing pieces that are, I think, a little bit more obvious today. To think about how it can truly fundamentally make the the entire process easier. Yeah, um, and because you have that mortgage background, um, you know, what are you bringing with you to the real estate side? You know, to to kind of bring those both together. Uh, it's a great question. And it's it's really interesting because despite the, what you would think would be this symbiotic relationship between mortgage and real estate, uh, having worked on both sides, I find that there's there's still a pretty big divide in terms of of how these the industries you know, kind of think and operate. And I'm I'm really excited to see how real estate and mortgage can come together more holistically, um, obviously in a way that's compliant. Uh but to, to, to think about that full experience for the consumer, because they are so closely tied um, and understanding how each side really fundamentally operates and works and what the norms are, I think, is really key to breaking down a lot of the silos that happen in the spaces and has been a key focus for, for me as I think about how we work with, um, you know, with our partners across the industry. Yeah, it is interesting because you would think that. Um they would just kind of be so cohesive. Um, but what I've learned even at housing wire is that that isn't always the case. And it's maybe some, some of it is education. Some of it is, um, you know, obviously compliance and not really sure where you could go for sure with, um, between the two. But I do feel like as more brokerages, um, build their affiliated services with, with mortgage and title, a better understanding or a more holistic way of doing business is, is happening. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, absolutely. And that's an area that's been a key focus for, for us. Um, ancillary services is a great way for, our broker owners to be able to round out their services and provide that complete experience for the end consumer, which is um, can be really impactful. And the where you see that that connection come together in a way that is truly sort of um, cohesive for the for the consumer, you're able to deliver a much better experience than 
the what I would say the historical where I've quite frankly seen a lot of finger pointing over where the ch- challenges kind of happen in the transaction and and when you when you have a, a more uh, complete offering it makes it a little bit easier to think about how that connection kind of carries through for the consumer so ancillary services is a big focus for our organization wide we're not just thinking about mortgage we're also thinking about title you know insurance and and other components to make it easier for consumers to have you know kind of a, a easier way to connect with all of the things that they need to make that transaction smooth. No, absolutely. Right now, I mean, obviously there are a lot of changes happening, but are there any changes in kind of the brokerage environment that maybe have changed the way you're operating or that have maybe um, caused you to rethink some of the services that you're providing or add new services? I think the big thing right now is um, thinking about actually from a leadership perspective, thinking about how you lead um, because, you know, the historical way of doing a sort of that top-down leadership style doesn't really work right now. Things are changing really fast. And I, as a leader, certainly don't know everything. Um, I can't know all the answers. And so making sure that, that you're kind of learning and, and, and adapting as you go along is, is really key. And, and I think that's really important for our broker owners too, that, um, there's no, there shouldn't be an expectation that, you know, everything, but you do need to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people to be able to support and provide that sort of guidance and, and education so that we can adapt quickly to the, both the technological, the economic, you know, all of the conditions that we're kind of facing right now are, are really key. Um, I think that's, you know, that's really a, a big area of focus. I would say that from a technology side, we are heavily invested in thinking about that consumer experience. Um, my previous experience as a chief experience officer is always kind of got that that lens of how do we make sure that we're putting ourselves in the shoes of our end clients and delivering an experience that really solves their specific needs, not what we want them to do. Um, and so leveraging uh, leveraging the right technology and tools to be able to drive that is is a key area of focus for us. And then I kind of touched on this earlier, but I would say that that my communication style is definitely changing uh, as well and trying to create a lot more frequent interactions with my network um, and with my my team members in order to make sure that we're able to continue to talk about the things that are happening and be able to, again, adapt quickly. Yeah, Absolutely. 2024 is the year to act, to make bold moves, tell better stories, and build brands that endure. At the 1000 Watt Brand and Marketing Summit, we're putting real estate experts like you in a room with some of the greatest marketing minds around, so you can turn your big ideas into action. Join us in Dallas, June 25th through the 27th, for a real estate event designed for doers. Get your tickets at 1000watt.net forward slash summit. That's one zero 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 W A T T dot net forward slash summit. Um, let's talk opportunities in uh, for real estate brokers specifically. Where are you seeing the biggest opportunity um, in the market uh, in the coming year? Maybe next. Maybe we'll say three to six months. Uh, I would definitely say ancillary services is a a key area of focus. Um, Obviously, in addition to providing a great consumer experience, it also is helpful and impactful from the revenue perspective um, when there's additional revenue streams that can be created. And that's really key in this environment when when cost and expenses is 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 high. Um, 
the other opportunity is in recruiting uh, and retaining those great agents with the uncertainty in the market that um, there's a lot of angst in the real estate agent community and uh, particularly with some of the, you know, the, the lawsuits and, and other things going on. And so making sure that brokers are able to provide that full, um, that full experience with the training and tools that really only a broker can provide is, is a key area of opportunity. Okay. Um, my next question is aha moments. I find that entrepreneurs and leaders have multiple aha moments in their careers. Um, you talked about some lessons learned. Those were a little bit kind of like aha moments as well. But tell me maybe your most impactful one where you realized, okay, I have to make a change. I have to do something different. Um, and um, it really kind of forced you to, to maybe embrace something that was a little scary. It's a, it's a really, it's a really good question. And I would say that there, I'll probably answer this maybe in two ways. Um, one is that I would say that one of the recent aha moments that I've had is that there are in some ways, no aha moments that every, every experience that you have adds up into something that creates an opportunity for something bigger. And you may not always realize it at that time. So right now there are a lot of people that are being tested uh, this environment is really, really challenging, but leaning on all of those previous experiences can kind of really help carry you through. Um, so that's 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 one. Um, more specifically, I will say, and I shared this story recently. Um, I was speaking at, uh, at a conference actually, and it was a time when I was at um, at a company that was going through the process of trying to 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 be sold and. We had, I wasn't, I wasn't super involved in the process. I was, I was heavily focused on a different project at that point in time, but uh, we were working with some investors. We've been doing investor presentations and things weren't going as, as well as, as the organization would have liked. And our, our CEO came to me and said, we need a different approach. And um, I need you to, I need you to actually tell a different story about what we've been doing. And I said, okay, I'm happy to do that. I, I love to tell a great story. And it's, it's something that I've done a lot with my, with my background. And he said, great, can you have it done by tomorrow? <laughs> 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 and I said, you want me to craft a story that can help us sell our company um, and you need it in 24 hours. And he said, yes. Um, and we actually did it. Um, we put it together. And within a few days, we had actually sold the company, uh, which was a big aha moment for me. I think in, in two, le two lenses is one is when you have a when you have a target, and you have a goal um, and th you, there's no opportunity to, to say no. You just go for it and you figure out how to get it done. Um, but the second thing is that there's, it's always important how you tell a story. And, um, right now we're at a place in our industry where, uh, the story that we tell is really, really important because, um, you know, our value proposition is being questioned and the, um, the ability to be able to share the work that the great value and work that, um, our profession, uh, you know, does is, is critically important. And so, um, making sure that whether you're a broker or whether you're an agent, that you're effectively able to tell that story is, is key. And it's something that we've been focusing a lot within our network. Yeah. I love that. Um, you know, it is so important. It's, it's all, it's really transparency and, you know, letting the consumer know what to expect in a transaction and the really good realtors. And there are a lot of them already do that. Um, you know, so I, I have a very, I 
feel very optimistic about the future of the industry. Um, you know, so I, I think I'm not alone in that, but I have heard all of the negativity and, um, I just think it's a great industry to be, to be in. So, yeah, it is a great industry and there's great um, value that's delivered to home buyers and sellers every day. I went through my own transaction about three years ago and, um, you forget how difficult it is even when you're, you know, doing it until you have to personally go through it. And, um, I think that 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 we this industry has survived a lot of challenges and we will continue to thrive and survive. And it's the adaptability of all the great practitioners in this space that will enable us to do that. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, My last question is just what's next for Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate? Ah, well, Better Homes and Gardens is one of the most trusted brands in the world. And and my goal is to make sure that Better Homes and Gardens real estate is the most trusted brand. Um, and so that's that's kind of my, my driving focus today. Well, Ginger, thank you so much for joining the Real Trending Podcast. We really appreciate all of your insights and um, inspiration. So thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you for listening to Real Trending. If you haven't already, we'd love it if you'd take a minute to rate the show or leave a comment. And we will see you next week with more news and insights.